0: You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, episode number 69. Hey guys, happy Monday. So, have you guys heard of Dr. Daria? She's pretty popular. She's been on TV, which is cool. I've never been on TV before. (laughs) So Dr. Daria is a favored national TV contributor and national best-selling author of Mom Hacks. She's also a TED speaker and a clinical assistant professor at the University of Tennessee. Dr. Daria has become the nation's making life better for women doctor by helping individuals pave ways to stay present and remain healthy during times of constant distractions and high stress. Hello, motherhood. (laughs) I mean, that's just, you know, that's just how we all are all the time. (laughs) So she is a mom doctor. She's an ER physician. She received her training in emergency medicine at Yale School of Medicine and her MBA from Harvard Business School. She is a smart lady. (laughs) So she's been on CNN, Headline News, NBC, Interview Helpline, Hallmark, Lifetime, Dr. Oz, so many other things and it was just a pleasure to talk to her she's just really fun so she came on to the mommy labor nurse podcast today and she talked about some of these hacks that she wrote about in her book mom hacks we talked about post-birth tips for mom and tips for baby if you have multiples, she gave some tips for multiple moms and just a lot of other various awesome advice from a mom of two So let's get right into this week's episode with Dr. Daria. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where we firmly believe in the power of education when it comes to giving birth. Tune in each week as we dive into pregnancy-related topics, expert interviews, and a variety of birth stories. As a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast is not medical advice. Please see MommyLaborNurse.com slash disclaimer for more details. And now, here's your host, educator, registered nurse, and fellow mom, Liesel Teen. my first baby, things were hard in the newborn days. I seriously struggled and underestimated just how much went into caring for a baby in the very first three months. Honestly, why didn't anyone tell me to learn how to take care of my baby while I was pregnant? With our online class, Newborn Basics 101, you'll have the foundational knowledge you need to hit the ground running as a new parent and have an easier transition into motherhood. Head over to com slash basics to learn more. Hi, Dr. Daria. Welcome to the Mommy Labor Nurse podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Hi,
1: Liesl. I'm so happy to join you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can you just start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and your family? Where you from? What you ate for breakfast? Something, <laughs> something else fun about you? <laughs> yes. So I,
1: um, I am an emergency room doctor by training. Did my training at Harvard and Yale, and oh. uh, then became a patient myself, which really made me want to help all, everyone, my patients and everybody out there understand health better, which is how I got into the media space. So now I'm a regular contributor to CNN and NBC and BBC and the Dr. Oz show and uh, a number of different places to help spread this information that can sometimes be really confusing. And I want to help distill it. I also have two little munchkins. They are now four and seven. They just turned that uh, last week. Yes, they are born three days and three years apart. Um, So it's been a lot of celebrations in our house the past week.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, today we are... Gonna go through some questions here. I, I think it's pretty cool that you that, that you know you were an ER doctor and then being a patient too. So we're gonna talk about some some life hacks today. That's what this episode is about: is life hacks because God knows I'm a mom, you're a mom. We all need as many hacks as we can get to uh, live our best lives, right? <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Just to live our lives. Let's just start yes. there. Yes, and there you go. Our sanity. Yes,
0: that's right. That's right. Well, you are known as the nation's making life better for all, Doctor. What exactly does that mean? I am totally a fan of that. Yes. Side so, note. Side note.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's like make life uh, healthier, better, and easier for people. Yeah. Because I realized, especially once I became a mom, we don't even have time to go to the bathroom in private. And yeah. let alone be able to read all this information that's just bombarding us on a daily basis from the news to your Facebook stream. And I really said, you know, especially after my own health issues, said, how can we take the very best information? How can we distill it down in a way that makes your life healthier, makes it kind of richer and more just abundant and fun and Mm -hmm. makes it easier because no mom needs more information on her to-do list. So how can we streamline that? That's where this all came from. Probably cool. because I was when I was writing my book, I also was on maternity from my with my second child, and I
0: was like, um, "Let's
1: write it in bullets. It's gonna be an all in bullets right
0: now." So. Yeah, and you you sound like the kind of person that I am, where uh, I I feel like maternity leave, at least this time around, was uh, like I was I, I was almost not bored. Bored is the wrong wrong <laughs> thing to say, but I'm like. Can I start a YouTube channel? Can I do this? Can I do? I don't have a YouTube channel, by the way, but I'm like trying to like take on all these things because if I if I slow down, I get I get bored. Yes, <laughs> so you know. it sounds like
1: you're. Really and, it's, and maternity is that weird stage where you're so exhausted, but you're yes. not doing exactly the same things. And yes, yes,
0: mm-hmm, yes. And, and no, yes, and you're a totally thing
1: because you yes. were either previously you weren't a mom and now you are, and who's this new yes. woman? Or now you're mom of more children. Yes. Yeah. Maternity time. It's like you just birthed a baby and you're birthing a new you in a way.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, totally. Well, that uh, goes into our next next question. So most of my audience is pregnant or postpartum or moms. Um, Do you have any hacks specifically? Let's start with pregnant women. Yes. Um,
1: And I think that's a couple of different things. You know, there's so many books out there. I know pregnant women are being bombarded with the, with all yeah. sorts of information. Um, I know that a lot of women, so I want to, you know, maybe go to some that maybe they haven't heard as opposed to yeah. the same ones that people have heard. A couple of different things, because uh, I know that a lot of moms come to me once their children are, you know, older and they're struggling with uh, getting their kids to eat. Lots of different things. Really, right? they're starting yeah. to the picky eater. So, and this is especially important if you, as a pregnant woman, are kind of a picky eater. One of the things we know is that in utero exposure to all sorts of different flavors really does affect what children eat later. Yeah, and I know we'll talk about this in some of the older um, older children hacks as well. So, when you are pregnant, you know, of course, we all have some. Everybody has those strange cravings, but really try to. Get a variety, including getting those foods, maybe those foods that you wish your parents had fed you when you were little to make you enjoy them. Try to make you get that variety because that's going to impact and make it easier. It's going to make dinner easier when your kid's a toddler. So that's totally worth it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Um, Do you want me to go go into – no, sorry. You're fine. Do you want me to go into post-birth tips for mom, post-birth tips for baby child? Do you want me to like like intro each one of those? Is that cool? Yeah
1: that makes it out. We can go in each section.
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, let's talk about some post birth tips for mom. Okay. Do you have any hacks for maybe we're going to kind of divide them both out, but let's start with mom. Yeah. Okay.
1: Post baby birth hacks from a couple different categories of things. The first is sleep. And I want yeah. when women are pregnant, I want them to start planning for how they're going to get help after a baby is born. And here is why. Because I know that everybody listening, yourself included, you your type A, you know that you have been able to accomplish things just by the sheer force of your willpower in the past. I get that. Yeah. And most I remember when I was pregnant, I was like, no, no, no don't worry about me. I'm going to work from, you know, I had this crazy plan of all these things I was going to do after the baby was born, when the baby was going to fit on my, you know, outlook schedule. And I remember just a quick lesson back from when I was in residency, when I was in residency, I'd worked like some 38 hour long shift. And I remember right as my shift was ending, I spilled a portion of my coffee. It was such a non-issue. I started bawling, so ugly tears of crying. Aww. And I was saying to my residency director, I was like, I don't even know why I'm crying. This is ridiculous. It's, but I was like still crying. And she said- I would be I know crying you too. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. She was like, I know where you're crying. She said, because you haven't slept in 40 hours. Sleep yeah. deprivation is a torture tactic. They use it to break spies. This yeah. is why you are crying. And so it was like a light bulb. So it made me much more aware. Now, I still was the same. I tried to go without any help or anything those first few weeks. But it made me realize that those times I started to become super emotional, super frustrated. that It was like, oh, this is because I am tired. This is not because I'm a bad mom or a weak human being. If the CIA spies can't do it, you know, all of us, we we need help. So I want women to start planning for this when they're pregnant. If they, you know, depending on whatever resources you have, if that's to get a baby nurse at night, God bless you. If that is to get your mother or mother-in-law or partner or somebody and just say, you know, every other night you can do it. Or you can say, first the baby's going to need you, especially if you're breastfeeding, then what you can say is bring it to me. I'll feed the baby and then you take the baby away. As yep. a baby can feed a little bit, can sleep a little bit longer Then you can say to your spouse, you know, once, once your milk is in, once a baby's feeding, you can even say things like, I'll take a baby from 9 PM to 3 AM. Mm-hmm. And then you take a baby from 3 AM to 8 AM and I'll, you know, feed baby a, a pumped bottle from the fridge. And you get five hours of sleep because if you can get four or five hours of sleep, you're getting at least two sleep cycles and that is necessary. So plan ahead for your sleep. That's my, one of my first tips.
0: Yeah, and I cannot. Uh, before you go into the next one, I cannot agree more with this whole sleep thing because sleep ultimately dictates so much of how, uh, like, our mental health, our physical well-being. I mean, it's like the key to everything. So I am team sleep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Can we get a shirt? Yeah. We yes, please. Hashtag team sleep. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, we that is actually something that. My one of my lactation consultants, we we talked about a, a buddy of mine who's a lactation consultant, and she said a, a lot of the LCs that she knows, she's like, we're you can either be team sleep or you can be team like pump pump breast, you know, uh, in terms of your milk supply. And she said, I am always team sleep. If you can get four hours, she's she said the same exact thing. She's like, you need everybody needs a four hour chunk at least. And some part of your 24 hour day, whether that is in the middle of the day and you get and, you know, somebody comes over Mm -hmm. and watches baby for four hours and you get that four hour chunk or it's at night. You do this, you know, the flip flop with your partner. Um, She's like, you have to you have to think about sleep as like. The most important golden thing, like because if you do, then everything else will start to fall in place. So has, and yes, and even like
1: you know, women who are struggling with their milk supply and stuff. Sometimes and you see, well, yes. you getting any sleep? Well, no, yes. they're not. Um. So so yes, and that actually there was there two, that brings you to another kind of hack for moms. Yeah, if, you know your milk coming in and, and that supply. Yeah. Um and. Some women are gifted and they just are supply houses. Some yeah. women, it is a struggle. And sometimes you can point to this is something that you're doing differently. Sometimes you can't. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, for one, I, you know, I tell everybody who's trying you to know, do your best, um, whatever that is, don't hesitate. Call in the lactation consultant and call them in early. Sometimes it's something that the mom's not doing. Sometimes it's the child has a problem with their tongue. It's just just little things that you can get fixed very easily. So, you know, when you should be able to get a lactation consultant, either through your OBGYN or through your pediatrician, they are just, when in doubt, if you are struggling with breastfeeding at all, call them in, call them the troops. There's no reason not to do that. Make sure also... That you are drinking enough fluids. I think moms, when they're when you're breastfeeding, you're, they yeah. are not, and they're also your body is making energy for you and the baby even more so now than when you were pregnant. So making sure that you're getting enough, uh, not just of liquids, but really protein, good fats, and tons of veggies. So really making some protein rich stews. Or if somebody says, "I want to bring you food," say make me a really he- beef and bone mm-hmm. broth veggie soup. Have that. That's really going to help with your milk supply. Or a giant veggie smoothie. I'm a big fan. Make one one day. Make enough for the next two days. Getting Mm -hmm. that fiber, getting that protein, getting that good fat, really important for your milk supply. And um, you know, and one other tip for people that is, you know, if you're struggling, you want to be able to produce a little more, is is breastfeed the baby and then pump three to four minutes, five minutes after that just to start training your breasts and you will potentially see a change in about a week, except don't do that at night. And I'm going to get to this in another hack, but you and baby want to yeah. get on circadian rhythm as much as possible, as early as possible. So yeah. don't kill yourself with the extra pumping in the middle of the night because you want to get no. baby into eating during the day and you want to train your breasts. It's not helpful to train your breasts to make extra milk at two in the morning if baby's going to start eating in the middle of the day mainly.
0: Yeah. No, totally, totally agree with everything you just said. And I'm a big fan of telling people that if they're having issues with milk supply, because ultimately you can eat all the foods and do all the things and take all the supplements mm-hmm. and do this. But really the most important thing is stimulation and telling your body that you need more milk. So that, yeah, that, yes. I, I can't agree more um, with the extra stimulation. And I, so I'm a big fan of that. Have you seen those Hakkas, Um the little silicone breast pumps that you uh it's like a little silicone thing that you stick on the other side while no, you're nursing. No. Oh they're great. Oh they're great. See, so there you go. Yeah. You're teaching me some whistle yeah. which is not surprising. It's called a haka. And most okay. my, I would say most if they're, they're new, are they new? I didn't use them with my son is, my older son is yeah. four. My, almost four. My,
1: mine that's four. No, I, we didn't have them Yeah, for
0: him. Yeah. So he, I didn't really know. I, they must be within like the past four years or maybe they had them back then, but they weren't like super popular. But yeah, it's like a little, little silicone breast pump that um, you just suction onto your other side. And it's not a pump per se that, um, you know, it's not like an electric pump that's like pulling milk out in that sense, but it's almost mm-hmm. like a drain, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. But it just kind that's of smart. tells your body to make a little bit more milk. So I use one of those. I still sometimes use it if I just want to collect a little bit of extra milk. Mm-hmm. I do. I put my little Haka on, Um, but I use it a ton in the beginning because it's good for engorgement. You just stick that little Haka on if you, your other sides engorge, especially if your baby. you know, some babies are, they just are one-sided, Boo babies, yep.
1: and you're like, so, Please, I need yeah. you on the other side. I now. Need you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, big fan of the haka and doing extra stimulation. All very, very so good. Smart, I good love tip that mentioning that. Love it. Yeah, I have one more tips from for the mamas out there is that
1: after baby's born, you know, I think we all feel a pressure. We watch and we see like some supermodel who is like, I lost on my weight in six weeks, it yeah, was so easy, oh. and it, it always, you know, it it makes all of us feel a little bit bad or that we're, you know, what are we doing yeah. wrong? And um, so I would say first, do not drive yourself crazy. Okay. The vast majority of people are not. I remember with, with my children, it, it took me a solid year once I was done breastfeeding to really kind of yeah. get my body back. And that's, that's what we see with our patients. Every once in a while you have those people who just just drop the weight the weight, but most people, it takes about a year. You gain the weight over about 10 months. You want to yeah. lose it over the same amount of time so, so don't stress if you're at a year plus, even then just don't, don't stress about it, especially in those first six months. The other thing, when you want keep taking that prenatal vitamin. Cause you still do need those extra nutrients yeah. while you're breastfeeding. Otherwise you'll get your body will really get depleted from those nutrients. And it's probably going to put them into breast milk. Um, lastly, if you do, once your milk has come in, once baby's growing, because I don't want people to think about weight loss until at least they've covered that. But once right. that has happened, if you want to start thinking about, you know, how am I going to start, start getting my body back to the way it was, what I started doing is once a baby was able to sleep through the night is I stopped eating after a certain point. So I did time restricted eating. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of, again, it's getting back onto your circadian rhythm. What we find with time restricted eating is that when people only eat in a 12 hour window per se, or a 10 hour window per se, it not only helps with weight loss, it also helps with a lot of inflammatory measures and a lot mm. of really good things. So don't do that while baby's still needing to eat a bunch through the night because you don't want to harm your supply. But once yeah. baby's eating during the day, you do the same and really cut yeah. off, eat within a 12 hour window. is going to be helpful for your weight and just helpful for your overall health. So that's kind of the first step in weight loss is time-restricted eating.
0: Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, let's move into some other hacks for baby kiddo as kiddos are getting older.
1: Yeah. So, uh, first hack I want, I just got to say, this is a hack slash tip slash basic, um, is that baby gets born and people are like, wait, what's your sleep training method going to be? Are they crying <laughs> out or, you know, yeah. like, they I, I don't even know. I just got to get them in a car seat and get them home from the hospital. <laughs> um, and that's, Kind of drives me crazy because it's what you really need to do. That's like trying to decide what the shutters are going to be on your house before you even built the foundation. So what I Absolutely. always tell any mom, especially a mom who's struggling with sleep, but are for the minute is start with your baby's sleep foundation. Um, mm-hmm. You don't worry about other, all those other ornaments, but the sleep foundation, I mean, that needs to be, you know, a sleep, a consistent schedule. Stable wake up and bedtime routines, a relaxing sleep environment, and then plenty of physical activity and outdoor time. And we'll talk about the circadian rhythm in just a second, because if you build that sleep foundation, then one, they're less likely to have as many problems. And two, if they do, then if you do need to do some sleep training method, it's more likely to stick. If they don't have a sleep foundation and then you just go in and do some sleep training method to try to troubleshoot, it might stick for a minute. But the minute you go on vacation yeah. or disrupt that schedule, it's all going to fall apart. So sleep yeah. foundation first. I talk about that in my book, Mom Hacks, in a lot more detail. Um, cool. That's really important. So that's one. And tied in with that is circadian rhythm. It's our body clock. And keep in mind that babies in the first five weeks, Lisa, you probably know this. In the first five weeks, they they don't know what time, when it's day or night. They don't have any sort of rhythm. Like (laughs) That's why they want to party at two in the morning. Um, When they first start to have that first social smile, that's not a gassy smile, but an actual social smile. Yeah. That means not only are you like, oh, my God, it's so cute. It also means, yay, that's when they're going to start building a circadian rhythm, they now- will start to potentially recognize a difference between night and day. And so that's why we as parents, when it's daytime, get them outside, get them sunlight, get them physical activity. Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously they're not running on a treadmill. They're doing all, you know their baby mats and all those things. Lots of activity, stimulation, fun during the day. And night is dark and boring. Yeah. You want to build that in from the start.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. And I love how... Your first hack with mom was all about sleep, and sounds like the next kind of most important hack for a baby is all about sleep as well.
1: Um, that was not even deliberate, but yeah, <laughs> uh, because
0: we all function
1: better when we are um, oh not sleep. It's the key deprived. to everything.
0: It's the key <laughs> to everything. I was just talking to one of my girlfriends last night about it, and I was like, "Let me really analyze my sleep patterns because I'm the because I'm the kind of person that." I am stimulated all day and I have kids and I'm working and I'm doing this. And then at night when my kids go to bed, I'm like, I know I need to go to bed but I just want to sit here and not and be awake because nothing is stimulating right me right now. So I'm like I need to I need to really break this habit. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like I think you do too. Lisa. <laughs> it's true or I would say Lisa give yourself
1: 20 minutes. I mean yeah. We, yeah. we give yourself some downtime. We you yeah. are not an a machine. So I would say find that time whether it's just 20 minutes just to do whatever you want whether it's you know watch uh, the queen's gambit or yeah. a magazine or whatever it is. Give yourself that time. Cause it's important to have that for wind down for you too.
0: Oh, no, totally. And I've already, I've started, I'm really into my, my daily meditation. That helps actually tremendously. (laughs) So I do that. I try to time that with, with my little one, when he takes a nap in the morning, Mm -hmm. um, just do like five or 10 minutes, but I'm, but I'm like, I think I need to do a few more minutes of that or do some Mm -hmm. guided ones, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, like sitting there thinking about what I should be, you know, like (laughs) breathing, but, but doing like more guided ones. But, Yes,
1: share with your listener Lisa, do you do you have an app that you use or just are you doing it on yes.
0: your phone? Yes. Yes, so, so so it depends. So sometimes I just like to sit in quiet and like my my uh master closet is pretty um Quiet and just like it's not super soundproof, but you know it's like the Mm -hmm. quietest place in our house.
1: (laughs) So that's where I usually go. I'm going in my closet. I'll be in my my closet. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: I go into my closet and I just sit there for a few minutes. And sometimes I um, just sit there and I don't put my headphones in and I just like breathe for five minutes and and I sit my and I set my timer. Um, But other times I do use an app and it's called Insight Timer and I love that one. Um, they have tons, I mean, thousands and thousands of like different kinds of guided meditation. So mm-hmm. shout out to, to that app <laughs> for anybody looking for a meditation app. That's my I favorite know. one. I'm going to check Insight
1: Timer. I also am a yeah. fan of um, Oak and Headspace. So okay. I'll okay, cool. Insight Timer too, but there's a lot yeah, of good ones I'll- out there and you don't have to be um, – I, I, it is so, I remember thinking, like, I can't meditate. I'm not the kind of person that meditates, which meant that I was exactly the kind of person who needed to. So
0: exactly. You, you exactly. don't have to be a monk to do these things. No, 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 no. It just – it helps – for me, it helps with so much in my life if I just mm-hmm. do f- literally five minutes a day, <laughs> like so just smart. stop for five minutes a day. So, so totally agree, totally agree. I think everybody should should at least – you know, incorporate five minutes of of meditation a day. I think it, I think it could do I think it could help uh a lot yeah. <laughs> if everybody just took five minutes a day and just meditated. But yeah. that's just my thing. <laughs> amen.
1: Amen to that. And, and amen and, and Namaste, Liesl. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: Yes, exactly. All right. Well, let's move into some hacks. Uh for people who have more than one children yeah. at once. Okay. Multiples. Because that's Perfect. a whole new That's
1: a whole game. Okay. You know, you think you like it's amazing every stage of like pre-parenthood and and end-parenthood it has its own like little kind of like smugness like yeah children like i you know i think the quotation is the only perfect parents are people who have not had children yet but we all had a plan and then you have one child and you're like i got this and then two three suddenly you have more children than you have arms and it just it's it's a whole new ballgame yeah Um, so i would say one you know you have a really cute post on your Instagram about how to get your partner involved in the early newborn days. I think this is especially yeah. important when you have more than one. Um, and the one hack there is that we hear about skin to skin with the mom after baby's born mm-hmm. skin to skin in that quote unquote, fourth trimester remains important. And it's not just mama. Partners can do it. Grandparents can do it. Soothe that baby with some skin to skin. Yes. It's good for baby and it's good for bonding. And then it's good for mama because it gives mama a break. So Mm -hmm. that's one, one tip I have for that. Um, Another tip I have for uh, once you have more than one, we talked a little bit about exercise. Uh, Exercise gets harder, of course, but so I think you can have a plan, have a plan for how you can fit some exercise in, even if it's just, you know, five minutes of walking on the treadmill, totally possible. Uh, So here's where some um, gaming comes in. So with my kids, we have a couple of toys that they only get to play with when I exercise. So they Ah. actually very much look forward to it, uh, that they have this at least keeps them occupied for 10 minutes, which gives me time to, you know, walk on the treadmill, or just do a little bit, especially the younger they are. You don't, you can't get too much. But so we have toys just for exercise. Um, Number two is as they get older, I hand them my phone and I say, okay, I, we, we, like if you have a treadmill or bicycle in your basement, say I'm setting it for five minutes for five minutes, mommy's going to exercise. And then after five minutes, I'll come play with you for five minutes. And then we're going to take turns going back and forth. So, and you just get on your treadmill or your bicycle, whatever you got. I got the treadmill in my unfinished part of my basement. You just bust it. You haul, haul all your work for five minutes. Cause you can do it for five minutes and then you go play with them and your kids feel very much in control which is, is a lot of parenting is letting them feel like they're making some choices, but they're choices that you're, you're happy with. And then of course, exercise, you can exercise during snack time. If you give them their snack, throw them in the stroller and go for a yeah. walk or do during nap time. Um, but there's three options to fit it in.
0: Oh, I love that. I I'm totally going to do that exercise thing. Cause that, cause I'm always trying to figure out where to fit in, the exercise, I feel like that always goes to the wayside, and that again with sleep, with the meditation, exercise is another thing in my life that it makes my life go round. If I'm exercising, I'm just a more happy, uh, go lucky, nice person. So, but it's hard. It go. It, I mean, just like anything, yeah, it's like something that you just kind of give up. Um, but I love, I love that tip, the five minutes, five minutes, because I feel like you could do that. I mean, yeah, obviously, your baby, baby, you can't do that. But I have a four-year-old, and he would yes. be so into that. <laughs> it totally works, and the four-year-old just psyched you handed them your phone. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally love that. I totally love that. Yes. It makes well, exercise. yeah. Well, Dr. Daria, tell us, you've told us a little bit about your book, but you have a book called Mom Hacks, right? I actually just ordered it on Amazon. I haven't started it yet, but I just ordered it on Amazon and I'm super intrigued to read it because it sounds amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about this book for people who are interested? Yes. So Mom
1: Hacks is 110 hacks. Uh, It's everything from sleep to exercise uh, to like, as we've been talking to nutrition and then uh, stress management, that's the other fourth section that we didn't talk so much about today, but that's a big thing. It's relationship management, stress management, those worries when your brain, you know, your head hits a pillow and you're exhausted, but you can't fall asleep what to do about it that all of us moms kind of experience at one point or another. And it's all in bullet form because as we said Uh. at the top of this, we didn't have time to read a treatise, so it's intended that you can go to the table of contents, go down and say, what's my issue? I'm going to just read that one hack and deal with that. And if that's what you want to read it, that's great. And it's just essentially how do you make it easier to live a life that is healthier and, and just kind of richer for you and your children yeah. in the life you want to without adding to your to-do list? And that's yeah. where it came from. It came from meeting a mom. It came from... Me being a patient and um, really wanting to integrate what I always want to integrate is the best of here's what Western medicine says, but then Mm -hmm. here's what all the other science and Eastern medicine, integrative medicine and and yoga and meditation, and how do we integrate all of that so I can just give you the nuggets that you need
0: to make Mm -hmm. life
1: healthier, better and easier for you and your kids.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, God knows, like I said, we all need hacks in our lives because we got we got very busy lives as moms, that is for sure.
1: <laughs> Amen to that. Yes we do.
0: <laughs> well where can our listeners find you on social media? So on social, it's
1: pretty easy. I'm at Dr. Daria on whether that's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. That's also my website is drdaria.com. So that's D-R-D-A-R-R-I-A. There are two R's in Daria. And that's where they can find, they can sign up for my newsletter. There's a I have a a weeknight dinner um, meal plan and quick guide. So if if you find that at Tuesday night at 6 p.m., everybody's saying, you know, what's for dinner, mom? And you're in a cold sweat. How to deal with that. So you're not like reaching for the chicken nuggets. But how to make that easier for you and the family and lots of tips to get everybody eating better. So they can sign up for that and my newsletter and then, of course, on social Mostly on Instagram is where I'm more active. And I love hearing from people. So please, reach out, ping me, comment. I I love hearing what people want to know more about.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this was a great little episode for some people to get some hacks.
1: Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. This was so much fun.
0: Alright, so that is it for this episode of the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast. You probably follow me on Instagram because that's probably where you came from. But if you don't, head over to Instagram and follow me at mommy.labornurse for more. That is certainly where I am most active. I also now have a separate Instagram for just this podcast. So I encourage you to follow my second account at mommy.labornurse.podcast as well if you want podcast updates. Again, that is at mommylabornurse.podcast. As always, you guys know that I also have a website where I have tons of articles all about pregnancy, birth, breastfeeding, newborn stuff, and more at www.mommylabornurse.com. I want to hear more from you on how much you love this episode of the podcast or how you think I can improve. So leave me a comment on one of my pictures, send me a DM, or send me an email with all the love. All right guys, I will see you same time, same place next week.